episode of Confessions of Disney cast member is brought to you by Small World Candle Co. This small business was opened around four months ago by the lovely Charlotte, who actually co-runs her business with her fiancé, Michael. They are based in London. This small business sells the most amazing Disney-inspired candles and wax melts. Also, for any Harry Potter fans, you're in luck, she also has those. They all have such amazing designs and are very affordable as well, and I've heard they smell absolutely amazing. They have such a great following over on social media and always posting their newest designs. So follow them on Instagram at the Small World Candle Co. and use our promo code Disney Confessionist for 10% off a £7.50 spend, which is roughly the cost of one candle. This will run for the next week from today on their Etsy store. So be fast. That is Disney Confessionist for 10% off at Small World Candle Co. Welcome to another episode of Confessions of a Disney Cast Member, where I chat to Disney cast members from all walks of life and, of course, all walks of magic. For today's episode, I'll be talking with Chris Catney, who worked in Magic Kingdom's Castle Courtyard and Test Track. Hey, Chris. Hello, Mr. Bradley. How's it going? I'm good. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm so I'm so excited to to talk no, with you about all your about your Disney Disney life. No, thank you very much for having me, bro. And really, really looking forward to it. Of course, uh, anybody knows me, I can't come and shut up about this stuff. So <laughs> I literally this this is why I'm doing it. I literally how am I two years out of my program and still talking about it every single day of my life? Yeah, literally. I don't know. Exactly. Ridiculous. So let's get cracking because obviously this is a 20 minute podcast and mm-hmm. um, we want to get as much in. As possible so you am I right in saying you did two college programs Chris yeah so I did um summer 2016 uh as you mentioned I worked in um, Magic Kingdom's Castle Courtyard yeah uh, which essentially is in Fantasyland the Fantasyland's broken up into three different strands you've got where Peter Pan um that alleyway is Peter Pan and Small World yeah you've got the Enchanted Forest which is where the teacups and Winnie the Pooh Magic Adventures of Winnie the Pooh are you've got new Fantasyland sorry four strands um which is where under the sea with little mermaid and then where i worked which was the carousel um princess fairytale hall and mickey's philharmagic which was my right. first summer and then my second summer is an awful lot easier to explain it was just future world in test track nice. <laughs> so, is, so was it just sick. one side of future world you work on it's not yeah like... i can't they they change it because of the map did i work on future world east to so the way it was split it was future world east center and west from memory west was the season Nemo and friends and the land and then east was test track mission space and what used to be Ellen, ellen's energy adventure and then oh. center was um uh space birth oh because, because of the complexity of test track i was just on test track yeah that makes sense yeah. i'm just i'm just so like for anyone that well nobody was there for me and chris before this um call, but i literally <laughs> when he said it i was like what you got so lucky i'm so jealous yeah, um, yeah man like, but, it, um, like test track like just the, like it was it was weird because i think that whenever i don't know how if you if you know about how or i'm sure you probably do and i'm sure people listening do as well for like getting on those sort of more complex controlling rides like yeah. test track tower of terror um space mountain you have to have you know in inverted commas <laughs> experience with another with another attraction yeah so I think the only reason why I actually got the chance to be on Test Track my second summer was because I was on Car- the Prince Charming Royal Carousel. Right. Carousel. If I've got the name of that wrong, I'm going to kick myself. It's <laughs> 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 called um, the Carousel in the middle of uh, Fantasyland. And literally, it was just pressing a button. The thing went around for two minutes and then it stopped. But they looked at that as really good experience. Um, <laughs> Slightly <laughs> different experience. but Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was an awful lot more roller coaster intensive, even though Test Track isn't exactly a roller coaster. But 
I think I did something right. <laughs> yeah, it must have done. <laughs> it, yeah. yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, it so what was the um what was your initial inspiration for applying for the Disney program? So I think that for me, I've been like many people who are on our programs where I've been going to Disney World pretty much every year since I was four. Wow. Okay. Um so you know, you grow up pretty much going to the parks and you you start to experience people in different cultures and walks of life that, 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 that go to the parks and also work there. And I think it was on the trip that I went whenever I was 15 or 16. And we were, me, my mom, my dad, my mom and my grandparents were sat in, in the Rosen Crown and right. we got served by somebody from Derry in Northern Ireland. And obviously, you know, if you're in the middle of Florida, and Northern Ireland, there's only one and a half million people <laughs> from, <laughs> from that country. And you start to just get chatting to them and ask, yeah. oh, where, where's your experience, et cetera. Um, and she wrote down yummy jobs. And that's how I found out about that. Amazing. But for me, I think the, the, um, the reason why I wanted to do the programs was, I think that it was sort of more of a ingrained into me in terms of like going to the parks, but also from a career perspective, I think that, you know, for one, the ability to go and say you've worked in what is the most, what is the pioneer of guest guest experience yeah. in, on, on, in, you know, in, in history and probably the leading guest experience play, um, complex on the planet yeah. was you know, very attractive. But I also like really want to work for Disney. Uh, as so it's a win-win player. situation. Yeah. And I think that with that, it's the fact that, you know, you've got the CV aspect, which is, you know, great, all that jazz, but it was the experience aspect and also for me, I, I want to, you know, I did business in Spanish uni, but I wanted to and want to go on the business avenue. But I've always thought I want to work for a company that is actually a bit more, that influences our day-to-day lives in the, in the most positive way possible. Yeah. And Disney probably does that for me more than any other company and does it for millions of other people in the world. I'm sure Absolutely. you probably agree, yeah. And I, I, think, um, I, think, I think most... I don't want to speak on, every, on the behalf of every company in the UK, but you find it very hard to find a company that wants to deliver that level of guest service um, in yeah. this country. So having the opportunity to provide that because you experienced it firsthand somewhere else is just like the dream. Yeah. And I think that it was the perfect. So what obviously we do whenever you're university in terms of get, in terms of actually like experience in the workplace in that environment, it was the perfect sort of kickstart, you know, and Definitely. I was very, you know, I've been very fortunate to have used, to have used my experiences and my stories to get to where I am now with my current job with a company is, you know, relatively similar values and Virgin. Um, but it was that sort of on the ground face to face in that heat. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, the heat. Yeah, man, oh. literally. I love it. Like whenever you get off um, at MCU. Oh yeah. Just, yeah. I love it. It's like, it's like yeah. walking into a wet like a, blanket. Literally. <laughs> but like with that, I think that it was the perfect blend of everything that I could do at that time yeah. and how then let it will hopefully be the first steps into a relatively decent career. Hopefully that ends up with with the company fingers yeah. crossed he's calling <laughs> you disney it. he's calling you uh, hey, Chris County, please. <laughs> I wish, man, I wish. so obviously you're a disney fan for years mm-hmm. i i think this is probably a stupid question to anyone i ask on this podcast but how did you feel when you found out you'd be going on your college program for the first time oh man relief yeah. genuinely it was just it so it was obviously buzzing excitement it was you know all every every cliche every disney cliche in the yeah. book you know, come true all that of course stuff. yeah but legitimately like for me my sister so my sister worked in liberty tree tavern oh, uh, 
she's four years older than me so I think her program was you know it would have been four years before me yeah so she worked in Magic Kingdom and then it, we I think the attraction cast members for the cohort of 2016 we find out three days after everybody else so you know what it's like you see the groups you see people announcing okay well I've got on etc so I remember I was obviously checking my emails and the stories, you know, both embarrassing, but funny at the same time. <laughs> I was checking my emails like, you know, every day. And I think it was on the Sunday morning that I found out and I just got out of the shower <laughs> and I looked at my phone and I had my towel on. I was soaking wet. <laughs> I looked at my phone and I screamed, mom, <laughs> so I screamed in my towel. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then for my second one actually is even I think as probably probably one of my favorite times was um so I was very very fortunate for my first program was the beginning of my 14 months away because I did right. like I did Spanish uni nice. so I had my year abroad in between so oh, amazing from the, from the June of 2016 to the summer to the September 2017 I wasn't you were away yeah, wow was, that's crazy so, so when I found out, I was in um, Almeria, which is a ta- city in the south of Spain. Right. My second program. And I was sat in a, in a really, really dingy interpretation of an Irish bar by right. Spaniards who... Love oh, them. Love them bars. Yeah, it was, it was great, <laughs> to be honest with you. So, and very stereotypically, I was sat there with a pint of Guinness, checked my emails to see if I got the, the results and it came through. And I was like, lads, I sat with my three friends. I was like, lads... I got on again and we were all they were buzzing for me and I actually oh, got to share so good. you know like yeah. that and obviously neck the pint of course uh, yeah definitely <laughs> gotta do it <laughs> <I'm joking. laughs> I was gonna say necking a pint of Guinness I definitely but, I mean I haven't got <laughs> Irish blood so you know that might be right. <laughs> at one o'clock in the afternoon in like 35 degree heat oh, no <laughs> bad move bad move yeah. oh, that's amazing so You've so you've already said that you worked in Magic Kingdom's um, Castle Courtyard and Test Track. Mm. Um, did had you applied for attractions the first time that you went, or was like the first time that you that you applied, or did you apply for a different position? So I think that I was really fine with anything that I got. I didn't really have a preference. Yeah. Um, I, I obviously my sister had worked in food and beverages, and I knew about her experience from that. I worked in a shop back home for a couple of summers beforehand, so I knew about the merchandise. Yeah. But for me, and this may be my bias speaking, is that what sets what set every other role aside from from the others was that the only place in the plan on in Disney World that you could do that do the role that I did. So the only place on the planet you could do what I did exactly was you know in Disney World, and that's. Like I know with you know with you guys in the CRP, you only get the choice of Finn Bear. Yeah, sure. Merch. Yeah, exactly. Whereas with the CEP, we had the option of working attractions. Yeah. And you know, for me, that's what I love about walking around the Disney parks is the generic atmosphere and the music and the scores and everything that goes with that part of the experience. 100%. But what really sets them aside is is those attractions yeah. and the amount the the the, the flagship aspect of the disney parks yeah are the attractions aren't they and i think well, they are, they're literally out of this world like you can't you can't go to thought exactly. park and and experience yeah. what disney provides it is it's it's something completely different and like you said it is it is mm-hmm. something that you can only get there you you can you can work in merchandise on food and beverage at home but if you're if you're not going to have a preference you might as well do the one that you like to get the one that you can't do anywhere else is the best yeah. option i'd say and 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 with that the 
I think that part, part of it at the time I was quite big into acting because in my second year uni I did a lot of acting with just our society nothing too intense yeah and um the, thea- the theatricality obviously everybody's part of the show but the theatricality element of the parks were the frontline cast members at the attractions for me and those were the guys who probably made the experience whenever I was growing up and one of the really key components of what I wanted to do was as cliche as it sounds is is that I remember my first time on Space Mountain I remember going on Space Mountain five times in a row with my dad and I want and I remember seeing I remember seeing the attraction cast members that were there and I wanted to be that person that could help support those families to have those experiences yeah. and those memories because I mean the 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 company's um uh flagship slogan of course is we create happiness yeah I'd experienced that 15 times previous to doing my role and I wanted to be able to do that and I, I just felt like attractions was the perfect place not not the only place of course no of course you know the merch the like I said to you, the person who told me about the program was the food and beverage cast member yeah. um and uh but for me in the short time that I had the opportunity to do that was on attractions and thankfully I got the chance to do it and it was very very fulfilling in that sense I mean, it sounds so damn cheesy to anyone that hasn't worked at an at it's a Disney legit, park, it? yeah. but it's so true. Like that, we just want everyone to be happy. Yeah. That's why we it's, do it. It's, it's, this, it's this intangible element of of what those parks were made for, and you know, yeah. I, I, so many of the guys that I know will be listening to this, we roll in their eyes. But it's that's <laughs> that's what makes them, and that's what that's what we go back for. That's yeah. why, you know, you could be a three-year-old who's, who's going experience it for the first time, like I was in 1999, or you could be my dad who didn't really want to go on our first trip, but then went back 15 times over yeah, after that. Definitely. And then you could be my grandparents who went in the 1980s, who wanted to, you know, stretch that legacy in our family. And, you know, the, 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 the park doesn't work without the cast members makes the cast members make the dream work all that jazz yeah. so yeah and I, yeah i think that's probably a long-winded way of saying that. <laughs> that's why i wanted to do attractions man. no but no it's great and you're yeah. gonna hate me for asking this but did you have a favorite did you do you have a favorite attraction that you worked on test track test like track, i yeah. i so i'm i absolutely loved philharmagic and princess Redale hall carousel was was probably the most um like strengthening experience I had because in terms of attractions it's the only one I think on property where you're by yourself oh, so wow. carousel was was very um you're there and you know you you know what the carousel set out is they the the, the um the guests can see the horses and where they're empty yeah. so I used to hear people behind me saying why is that empty why is this one empty and I I'll never ever forget it Bradley but my first night after training it was midnight and everybody had to do the sign off and the check sheets for, um, for the safety protocols for each of the attractions. Yeah. And I was, they were having the end of night meeting and I was still checking off the carousel by myself. And I remember thinking to myself, everyone else is finished. I don't really know what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm really brand new to this. I, and then I, I said to myself, I'll never ever forget that evening because of how you know how tough it was but it yeah. was also very much like this is what hard work needs to be for this company from everything from those frontline cast members everyone up to the corporate executives and 100 yeah. so but, so you were by yourself in the attraction how many things were you how many things does that like how much are you responsible for is that with so that you're, you're, 
so like so you know the whole thing about every it was something as basic as having to well not as basic of course like there's no basic task with any of these things but having to sweep up in the attraction itself you know where people may have dropped their litter previously today right up to having to lock up the console for actually you know starting the attraction and running the attraction so i was there (laughs) (laughs) and that 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 um carousel is 90 years old I mean, oh my yeah. god what? it's like the, it's like the old it's like the oldest physical attraction like to itself in the entire resort that's <laughs> mad like, oh, what am I doing? <laughs> and so but would like, you so would you say test track was as complex a role even though you're supported by a whole load more people in on test track that's a great question i think that test track for me was it was probably the reason why I loved doing Test Track so much, for one, was the people. The team yeah. that the team of cast members that we had were around me were just phenomenal. Um, I was very fortunate enough to work with um, two other guys from from the UK, my friend Sam, um, who she was just a phenomenal person to work with and was kind of like my rock for that summer uh, in the work sense. And then my mate Kieran, Kieran had to leave like halfway through, but he was equally as important. But then the, you grow into, and I think the thing is with the attractions in Epcot specifically is that you, they, every single one of them has a miss someone. So we had Miss Rita, who's been somebody who's been a cast member for 20 plus years. Yeah. There's like your, your attraction mum. The, the CPs that we had there were phenomenal people. I got on really well with and still speak to a few of them to this day. Uh, the full-time cast members were all so supportive. And in terms of the actual operations of the ride, what I loved about Test Track was that, I, again, sort of harking back to what I was just describing earlier on, I had the chance to do a ride that I had experienced so many times as a kid. And obviously yeah. everyone's been on Filler Magic and I didn't really go in Princess Fairytale Hall as a kid as much. I don't actually think it was there. I think it was Snow White's Adventure before right. Fairytale Hall. And then obviously the carousel. But... Test Track was a flagship attraction. It was like the, apart from Frozen, which opened our first uh, our first summer, and Soarin', it was the fastest ride on property, for one. Yeah. It was the one that people used to use their extra magic cars for to go to. 100%. And I was just there, like, at times having to pinch myself around how, you know, like, it's yeah. surreal to be on, like, one of the flagship attractions in the resort you know i mean being Um, on the whole program i think you had that feeling but when i can imagine i can imagine like i had i hadn't eaten at rosen crown when i was younger we'd gone in there for a drink so i didn't necessarily have that same like oh my god i ate here when i was younger but i can't like i guess it's every i don't want to say it's not every young girl's dream but it's every young boy's dream in the typical (laughs) sense where it's like like i want to ride like an actual test like dummy car like how cool is that like so yeah to work on that i can't oh i just i have such good memories of that right i remember it back before it was chevrolet as well so it was i'm sure that that, that was that was my test track and you probably see him that was that's what you grew up with was yeah. the was the actual test t- test dummies wasn't it yeah and then chevrolet came in to streamline it all and the ride aesthetically and everything about the the building and the ride building is is gorgeous it's, oh yeah it's so streamlined it's beautiful and then the music when you're still at the front oh my i could talk about that i know i was, that's what, I, was <laughs> I literally i was like we're, we're gonna run out of time but i just i just oh, I, right. could talk, I could talk about it i could talk about it all yeah, day yeah, but um yeah. it's so it's so great to hear people like 
this is why I'm loving this podcast so much already. And I probably, I probably mm. say this in every podcast, but hearing people that have worked in all these different attractions that make the magic yeah. is just incredible. Um, but yeah, I wanted to, obviously a massive part of the program are guest experiences. Do you have mm. a like a guest experience in mind that you can, that you can dive into? Yeah, I think I've got one, you know, it's hard to narrow down, isn't it? It is, um, yeah. I'll tell you a fun, but I'll tell you, I want to tell one really quickly. I've got time. And I'll yeah, tell you yeah, my go for it, go for it. Yeah. My first one was, I remember we, so Test Track, obviously any inclement weather, we had to go down for a, um, yeah. for a storm anytime. And that happened a lot. Um, I remember uh, we had a storm and I was in, I can't remember the name of the location in the, in the ride, but it was just after the design studio. Post design was what the area was called. And there's whenever you go through the design studio, and it's the final stretch before you get into the car. Yeah, I know what you're talking so about. I, so I was um, uh, having to go and tell the people that the storm looks really bad. We're probably going to have to close down. There's no point you waiting. So I went into the route, into like the area just after the design studio, and, and I announced it. And obviously, you know yourself how many Hispanic guests we, we get in the yeah, parks. And fortunately course. enough, I, I just, that after that, that was the summer after I lived in Spain. So my Spanish was at a relatively decent level. Yeah. Where <laughs> so I started to explain it in Spanish. And, and I said, if anybody wants any questions, come up. So this guy comes up and taps, on me, taps me in the shoulder and starts speaking to me. I didn't really understand what he was saying. So I started to speak to him in Spanish. And he goes in a really strong Scottish accent, no, where are you from? Ah! <laughs> and I was there. I'm so sorry, especially Sophie Wallace, for the terrible Scottish accent I just did. <laughs> But I was mine, there, mine like... would be so much worse. Don't worry, I'm not even gonna try it. <laughs> but there was me, like, oh crap, he's from he's from like Glasgow, and there was me trying to speak, thinking he was speaking to me in Spanish. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, I bet I bet yeah. you felt really silly, but but what a moment! Like, obviously, yeah. stuck with you. So <laughs> yeah, and then and then sort of the more like endearing one um, was that whenever I was on the Princess Fairytale Hall um, uh, Fast Pass entrance. I got on the fast. I was on the fast pass entrance, and there was a guy. Got a guy and this girl got on the pro. Got on the um. Uh, got on the. In came through the fast pass entrance. Pardon me. Yeah. And whenever it was the guy's birthday, and it was it was the same day as my birthday. Oh, cool. So, I, so like I mentioned earlier on, I turned twenty one on my first program, and yeah. I think he was turning twenty one the same day. And I was like, oh, happy birthday! When it's your birthday, yada yada yada. And he came through and I made sure that I, and I was like, okay, well, obviously it's birthday. I need to do something for him. And I made sure that he was um, memorable as possible. So I gave, I found them and I, I found him and the girl he's with and I gave them both fast passes oh, and dear. they, we got chatting for about 20 minutes later after that. And then we ended up realizing they were CPs as well. They came out and um, came out for my birth or, or like our joint birthdays. We went yeah. out and Orlando together. Um, and it turned out that they were like very, very good friends of mine to this day. And whenever I went back to the parks um, with my family last year, um, Chris was performing and uh, the guy who I was mentioning, because his name yeah. is Chris too, he was performing and he recognized me like four years, like three years later. No and I was way. thinking it's that, that sort of exemplifies the connection that we as cast members and sort of like to the, to the point around the podcast that we had and 100%. you know the, the thing that we always will be able to share in that sense and and he yeah to this day still a guy that i would you know speak to maybe ever so often i love it but he, he, he was introduced to me as a guest so um yeah that was, that was such a cool that was such a cool experience and um I think yeah one, I, one that would definitely stick with me 
and I think that's something that's so important um, to me is that you literally treat every single guest when I mean in, in any in any ounce of working life but like as a cast member no matter if they were another cast member or if they were um even someone that was having a really bad day and trying to put you down like you treat everyone with the with the um motive of like making their day the most magical it can possibly be again cheesy as hell I know but it's so true like that's what yeah. we're there for and, it, and it's so important because and you don't know who you're talking to at the end of the day the amount of yeah. crazy, crazy people I ended up talking not crazy in the sense where they were crazy but you know like, what I mean? yeah, like, yeah, yeah. the amount of people I ended up speaking to and I had one who was like Benedict Cumberbatch's um uh <laughs> roommate at uni like just just bonkers yeah, stuff yeah, and you're yeah. like what like this is yeah. so but yeah. like it's, it's, it's that it's like the the easiest um, key is courtesy, isn't it? The like, like, number one, like, et cetera, et cetera. But courtesy yeah. is the easiest. And I think really that you're right. It's like you forget who you're speaking to, but you forget how much you can help as yeah, well. And definitely. that's what was so good is we were able to be facilitated to help as much as humanly possible in inverted yeah. commas. But but yeah, that definitely. was that was the one that really sticks. I could probably talk about oh yeah 25 more that popped in my head but that was Definitely. the one that always i remember i love it yeah. so lovely um and do you have a highlight of your program chris um yeah i think that you know obviously we uh, all had the opportunity and this isn't actually i'll probably like steer away from disney in terms of my highlight yeah. my highlight was whenever i think the whole of traveling for my first program so we went between me and a few other guys we finished with. Um, we went from Orlando to LA for four nights. And then we went to San Francisco for uh, three nights, four nights. I can't remember. And then yeah. we did DC for a couple of nights. And then we went to New York. I think wow. that um, that was probably for those 14 months I was away, that sort of 10 day, two week period was probably my favorite part wow. of the entire experience. I just fell in love with New York in particular. And then yeah. specifically to highlight in New York was that there was a bar in right in the southern tip of Manhattan and the beer garden for the bar overlooked uh, Ellis Island's Statue of Liberty and the Brooklyn wow. Bridge. And I'll never forget just being sat there with a pint. <laughs> I know yeah. I mentioned pints already, for God's sake. <laughs> but just for the drink. He like, needs a drink, day. guys. So, yeah. <laughs> it, could, it could have been water, for God's sake. But I just remember sat there thinking... God, we're like, you know, how lucky are we that we got the chance yeah. to, to do this and to do with such wonderful people and um and yeah, cue cue them the hundreds of eyes rolling, but that that was probably no, my but it's, absolute it's, first highlight, yeah, for sure. It really it's it's those moments where you you take a step back and I, I do it almost every day. Like I, like I said, at the start of this podcast, I talk about Disney more than I talk about anything. It's like embarrassing how much, like, yeah. I'm sure you have the same thing with your friends where it's Definitely. like, Oh, did you work at Disney? Like that, yeah. that's the classic. <laughs> it's classic yeah. it's like, how can I not talk about it? But no, it really, it's important to highlight to anyone listening that it truly is special. Like it's just yeah. amazing thing. So, Oh, like you said, I could talk about it for hours, but, um, <laughs> but we are coming to the end of this, of this very, condensed snapshot of what your programs were but um i yeah. do have one more i have one more question for you chris and i haven't mm -hmm. prepped you for this but um you're gonna hate me again but if you could go to disney right now what would you do the first thing you would do the like the best thing you would do if you had the chance to just go there right now teleport what would be at the top of your list test track no i'm joking <laughs> <laughs> um, oh me at tower of terror tower of terror yeah is everything the disney attraction should be either that i know it's, it has number one would be tower of terror okay um, number number two would be um i really as clear as 
as nerdy as it sounds, <laughs> I just love the walk from Epcot to Hollywood Studios. Oh, it's I nice. Really yeah. Just love that walk through Boardwalk, um, past the Swan and Dolphin, up to yeah. Hollywood Studios, and seeing it come around the horizon. Yeah, man, I love that. Um, just yeah, that would, those would be my two. Like, I would, I would, if you let me say another one, I'd say another five. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. We'll do a whole podcast on like the top twenty things yeah. you do in a day, right? <laughs> Definitely. And also, if if you love that sort of stuff, like that walk. Um, there's a YouTube channel that I would highly recommend called WWDW4K, which okay. is like, it literally is a guy filming his walking around the parks in 4K, but he does them seasonally. So he'll do oh, the Halloween wow. stuff, the Christmas <gasps> stuff. No way. He, he, up, he uploaded that walk from Epcot to Hollywood Studios the other day. And um, I, yeah, I've watched it like five times already. You just sat, you just sat there and cried and was like, it, why dude, am I not there? Like, that, and having it on the background while you're working is like perfect. Yeah, I totally agree. This is this is how you can tell the difference between a normal Disney fan and a Disney keynote to the next extreme. Yeah, it's oh, like... man, I know. Oh, I'd go meet Mickey, but no. <laughs> walk somewhere that isn't even in the park <laughs> but we love it so that's what yeah, happens yeah. isn't it i'm like I, I i'm sure i spent more time at disney springs than in an in the in the parks at the end of the day like i just i i love yeah it. what would you do bradley what would you do oh i i can't i'm gonna save that for if i ever get a chance to do this podcast i'm not, okay yeah fair enough fair enough i'm not yeah, i'm not I, I it's too much pressure for me chris i've not prepared yeah, yeah. no that's Sorry. fine man. <laughs> <laughs> no bother but um but chris thank you so much for joining no, me no, today man. it's been an absolute pleasure and um yeah, I'm, I, I mean, just one big thank you to Chris. Well, thank you very much for having of me. Of course, no worries. So that's another episode of Confessions of a Disney Cast Member. Please don't forget to click that subscribe button and keep on listening, guys. Thank you so much, and I'll see you soon. Bye for now.